Hello, everyone. Welcome to the One Flesh Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The One Flesh Podcast is all about marriage, the essential union between man and woman. Uh, my goal is to help young men find a girlfriend and build a marriage worth having. I do that alongside the Sunday series of the Purpose Podcast, where we try to help men find and fulfill their purpose. Uh, today, <clears throat> I'm getting tired of saying it, but another short and sweet solo episode. <laughs> um, I just wanted to talk a little bit. We're very busy, by the way. Uh, we have the baby shower and uh, the uh, diaper party coming up on Saturday. And um, my wife set the ambitious goal of having the nursery ready by the time that that happens. Maybe not fully ready, but there was some carpentry that needed done. Uh, and so we are working on getting it done. And it's been uh, it's been fun. I had three other of my friends over here um good guys one of them just carries carpentry tools in his truck 24 7 because he's that kind of guy uh so he came over and helped me i needed some tools and we got it all figured out so i don't know if you all want your name said on the podcast but uh you know who you are thank you very much for your help i could not have done it without you uh i am <clears throat> it's always funny when i when i learn a new skill uh or do something new that uh, other people know a lot about that I don't know much with. I am a very cautious person. Um, I'm very hesitant and I'm very aware of like the safety hazards and all the things that can go on. So when I have to use a new power tool or uh, drive heavy equipment or something like that, uh, it's always a very nerve wracking thing for me. Not because I'm not, not because I can't do it just because, uh, I don't know, just makes me nervous, and it's always funny to watch. I'm sure all of my friends get a kick out of uh, watching me not know what I'm doing. And then I kept trying to get them to do it so that I could have somebody to blame when it was wrong, and they would not do that either, so that sucked. But uh, anyway, we got it done. It looks really good. Basically, she wanted kind of an accent wall thing up there, and it was a relatively simple project, uh, but for somebody that doesn't ever do carpentry or interior work it was it was kind of tough but um we got it done so this evening is uh compressed as you would say uh kind of run out of time this evening but you will still get your episode so uh committed to giving you your episode so um everything's going well baby report everything's fine like i said diaper party baby shower this weekend uh, Christmas was really good it was just Dylan and I uh my Mimi came over and uh we ate dinner and it was fun um but didn't really do much at all for christmas it kind of it kind of it was kind of i don't know it kind of sucked i mean we went over to uh, a buddy's place and that was really fun um I, oh i told y'all on the on the purpose podcast that it, we might get invited to a cult it was actually a really fun time um we're very thankful that they invited us over um to go have dinner uh it was a family christmas and that was that was really fun we played games i typically don't like games but this was a game that i was okay with playing and we uh we had a very very good time so that was really enjoyable and then uh we we had our own little christmas on monday with my mimi uh, it was very cool but it didn't exactly feel like christmas it, I, I i don't know i go back and forth with myself because it was it was kind of nice the reason that we didn't really do much with family at all is we had some family that was traveling and then we didn't want to go down. Uh, we didn't want to go what I call down South, but down to Stephenville. Cause we had a lot going on you know, with the baby shower and all that. And then 
<clears throat> they're all coming up here for the baby shower. So it was like a lot of money that we would spend just to go down there and then come right back up. And Christmas was on a Monday anyway, so it, it was just a pain. Um, overall, it was going to be pretty painful, so uh, we didn't do anything. But it kind of it didn't really feel like Christmas this year. It kind of it kind of stinks. It kind of all went by without without actually feeling like Christmas, and that was not kind of cool. Um, yeah, I don't know what I would have done to change it. We did a lot of Christmas stuff, but it just didn't didn't exactly feel like Christmas. I, I woke up on Tuesday and I was like, man, we just had Christmas, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, but next year with the kid, I'm sure it'll be it'll be amazing. We're probably gonna take the kid down south, um, take him to go see he, she, whatever it is, it, zir, um, whatever we're calling uh, non-gendered peoples these days, because um, we don't know the gender. We'll take it down south, and so next year should be good. But everything's going well, guys, um, with the baby. No, like really, no no drastic updates which is kind of this time is you know nothing really big is happening so but uh over the uh oh we got everything done uh diaper party baby shower yeah if you're invited to either one of those don't forget about it um i don't know that anybody still listens to this but if you're invited don't forget um <clears throat> so over the christmas break dl and i did uh watch we watched a movie and it's one that I typically don't watch. Y'all y'all probably know me well enough now if you've been listening long enough to know that I'm very particular in what I choose to watch and kind of what I give my viewership. And uh and like I, I don't I don't watch Disney anymore. We don't have a Disney Plus membership just because of all the crappy stuff that they try to put into kids' content, all the gay stuff and all that. I I just I don't watch any Marvel movies anymore because they're just so politically left, it's not even funny. Um, there's just a lot of stuff that I, I'm just not willing to tune into, uh, because of the politics of it. And I believe that that's important. You know, you shouldn't just let them run willy nilly over our culture. You have to fight the culture war somehow. And a lot of the ways I fight it is, uh, just choosing not to watch, but I do have a free HBO max, uh, subscription and they do actually have a lot of decent stuff on there. And so I use that. We do have a Netflix subscription. I'm not, I'm not just incredibly hardcore on it. I know people that are really, really hardcore I'm not just, there's, within reason, you know, within reason. And I definitely, when I get a subscription to maybe something that I don't like, I only watch the stuff that I feel like, like, that I support. So if I were to get a Disney Plus membership, I only watch the stuff that, that I support. Um, so, because it's funny or whatever it might be. Anyway, we were searching for a movie on Saturday night to watch, and there was one with Vince Vaughn, I think is his name. Let me make sure that I'm... I'm doing that right so that I don't sound like an idiot. I'm terrible with uh, actors' names because uh, I just don't care most of the time. Yeah, it's Vince Vaughn, and it's called Four Christmases. Uh, we found that on HBO Max. It was one Christmas movie that I'd, I'd never seen, and so it looks like a rom-com. I actually don't mind, out of all the movies that I could sit and watch with the Ellen, I don't mind some of the decent rom-coms. Like, they're okay because it, at the very least, they do they are a little funny. Um, I don't like just to watch the extreme like romantic movies because those are always boring. Um, I don't really like to watch action movies. I'll watch an action movie occasionally, but I just get really bored. Uh, but so some of the rom-coms are, they're funny enough. I mean, we all know what's going to happen. They're going to get together or they're going to get married or, you know, they're going to, they're going to have a really, they're going to be really good together and then they're going to break up or something like that. And then they'll get back together. We all know how it's going to go. 
Um, but still they're funny and the different settings are, are funny, but this one was called four Christmases. And now I'll give a little bit of a, an advisory. Um, it's not the cleanest movie. So if I've picked up any viewers from the church group or anything like that, um, I don't know where all of you stand. I mean, you're all normal people. It's, it's a normal movie. Um, everybody it's fine. I don't think there's any nudity in it. Um, it's, it's, it's a normal movie, but, uh, it is kind of rough at times. And, uh, the only advice, like they do kind of make fun of Christians. They make fun of Christians in kind of a really funny way. And again, if you're not, if you're not looking for it, um, you, you may either be super offended by it or you may not be like, you may not catch it at all, but it's kind of a blatant, like, Oh, of course it's Christmas time. We've got to take a shot at the Christians. Like it's a Hollywood movie. Of course we got to take a shot at the Christians. Um, it is what it is, but they do it in, I won't say a tasteful way. Cause it's, it's not, I mean, not really tasteful. It, it, it made me laugh. Like they, uh, <laughs> she's just, anyway, um, I guess spoiler alert first, um, you should probably go watch the movie and then come back and listen to this, but, uh, spoiler alert for the movie, but she, his, I think it's her mom that basically there, the, the way that the story goes, I'll just go ahead and get into the way that the story is, is, it's this two couple that um, they're very separated from their families. They're not very big family people. And as a matter of fact, they lie to their families and they go on a trip every year to avoid family Christmases. Um, so they, uh, but they're, they're single. They're not married. They live together, um, which is not uh, recommended from the one flesh podcast. You shouldn't live together before you're married. Uh, my mind has been changed on that recently, but uh and they live together before they're married and it opens with kind of a vulgar scene, but, uh, basically life is really good for them. They think, um, they think that they're perfect together. They just avoid their families. And then, uh, one of their couple friends asks them why, why they're not married, like, or when they're getting married. And then they just have this kind of breakdown about why they don't want to get married. And, and the whole point is that their families, both of their families are divorced. They come from broken homes. And they've quote unquote seen how bad it can be. And they just don't want to do that. They don't want to do that to their relationship. They want to stay independent, but together, yada, yada, yada. You've heard, you know, throwing up in my mouth right now because it's so gross, but it is what it is. Um, that's the point. So anyway, the idea is that they, they get caught uh, trying to go on Christmas trips. And so they have to go to their family's house and they go to his dad's house and then they go to her mom's house and then they go to his mom's house and then they go to her dad's house. And throughout the process of this, basically, I'll get more into the weeds, but anyway, they, they, they make fun of Christians and her mom is married to, uh, they call him Pastor Phil. And uh, it's just, it's funny. Like I said, it's not the most tasteful thing in the world. And of course, as a Christian, you just roll your eyes. It's like, of course, of course, the Hollywood movie, Christmas movie has to knock Christians. Of course, um, it wouldn't be a Hollywood Christmas movie if they didn't say something derogatory about the Christians. But um, it was, it, it was, it was done in a funny way, like WWE type music, uh, for Christmas and pastor Phil comes out and everybody's losing it for pastor Phil. Uh, it, it, it was kind of funny. Like you could do it from a Christian slant, making fun of mega churches pretty easily. Like if, if this was a Christian movie and the idea was to make fun of a mega church, it would be spot on. It's, it, it's that kind of funny, but they're doing it in where they think that, you know, all churches are like this regardless. That's not the point. The point is they start out with this no kids, uh, no marriage, no responsibility, just want to live our lives type of attitude that a lot of people have today. And 
I don't know if it should, I don't know if it says how old these people are, but they're pretty obviously in their thirties. I would say, I don't know if it's just cause Vince Vaughn makes them look older, but, uh, they're at the very least they're graduated college. They've got established careers. I would say they're, they're at least in their thirties. They don't want kids. They don't want, uh, a marriage. And, um, <laughs> throughout the process of their, of their Christmases, um, everything is just bad. Like they go and they, they associate with their families and, um, the families are just hysterically funny in some ways, but, um, it's just bad. Well, the, the, the girl, I forget her name, but, uh, she ends up like having kind of a change of heart and wants to be open to kids. So as bad as these Christmases are, she starts to see some of the advantages of, of being married and, and having kids and how sweet it all is amidst all the calamity uh, but the dude is is rather unchanged, and they go through all these situations, and and finally he goes and he talks to his dad because they end up, of course, they've got to break up. She goes to her dad's house alone, uh, so they've got to break up, and so he goes to his dad's house, and his dad, who is just kind of this ass, like he he's just he's funny, but he's just not really a great person. Um, he goes and he tells his dad, no, she wanted to get married. She wanted to have kids. And I told her that, you know, it just wasn't the way I wanted to roll and all that stuff. And finally, uh, his dad says, well, out of all my boys, I knew you were the smart one. Um, as in like agreeing with him, like, yeah, don't ever get married. Don't ever have a kid. And he's just disgusted by that. Like he just, he hates that. And so of course they go and they get back together and within like a year, they end up having a kid and all that stuff. But, um, it's very typical of, of modern society. And even myself, I've kind of fallen in. I, there was a short period of time to where I did fall into that a little bit to where it's like, I don't really want to have all this responsibility. Um, I don't really want to, um, I don't, I don't want to have, you know, kids. I thought for a long time that maybe not a long time. I only, it was only two years, maybe that I thought, you know, there was a chance that I may not want kids just cause I didn't want to, um, tie myself down like that, which it just sounds so gross when you say it, but it's really what it was. Is I was like, I, I was seeing all the responsibility that I was just now taking on and didn't want any of that extra responsibility and especially didn't want it at that point in time, but I thought it was going to be forever. And it wasn't, as you can obviously tell, uh, we had to try really hard to have a kid. So that's why everybody, that's another sidebar of like, everybody's like, oh, I bet you're freaking out about having a kid, huh? And it's like, no, I mean, we had to try, we had to try pretty hard for quite a while to to have this one. So pretty ready for it. Um, it was very deliberate, but, uh, I, I fell into that a little bit of like, I don't want to have to support somebody else. I want to just go and, uh, it's selfishness is what it is. It, it really is. It's selfish. If you don't want to 90, like not 99, but a lot of the time that people just don't want to have kids, it's for selfish reasons. And sometimes that's not bad. And, and I say 90% of the time, sometimes, you know, you have the rare occasion where somebody becomes a monk or, uh, they've pouring so much into their business and they're building their business and they're employing thousands and thousands of people. Um, that can still be a very selfish reason, but in some cases it's like, okay, you're doing a lot of good here. So, um, so it is, you know, you don't want to have kids, but a lot of times it's selfish and a lot of people fall into that and they don't want to get married for the same reason. They don't want to lose their life. They don't want to give up a piece of themselves and become one with, with somebody else. Uh, they want to keep that little part of them. Uh, they don't want to give it all up to somebody else. And it's, it's very selfish. And like I said, I've even fallen into that. You know, I was already, already on track to get married and, and already married in 
that period of time where I was like, man, I just don't know if I want kids. And to be fair, I was 20, you know, and a lot of people did tell me that that is one of those, uh, unsolicited advice that people definitely got right as they were like, dude, you're 20, you know, like, what do you, what do you mean? Um, you don't want to have kids. You just, you don't know yet. And they were correct. But, uh, one thing that I really learned from that movie, I, I guess I kind of learned it, but a good lesson to be learned from that movie is just, uh, <clears throat> well, there's a few things. Number one, um, don't, you need to be looking forward. Uh, I talk a lot on this show and the purpose podcast about, uh, forethought and foresight and looking forward into the future. Um, seeing what the future actually holds and being honest about that and planning for it. A lot of people, when they're just in, in the now, when they just are thinking about their lives right now and what they want, they look at trying to add a kid or a marriage or something to that. And it just looks awful. And a lot of times it would be if you did it right then and there, uh, sometimes not, but it just looks awful. They're not looking forward. And when people begin to look forward and they say, what is the rest of my life going to look like? Um, that's when you can start to put into a perspective of this is going to get old. Um, this drinking every night or whatever it might be, you know, every weekend going out and partying, um, the shallowness of what is oftentimes, you know, many people's early twenties, late teens, uh, the shallowness of it, it really is going to get old. And I think that was kind of the point that I saw of, you know, everybody else, once they all move off to college, once they all get their own lives going on, they all have their own friends or they all have kids. What are we going to be doing? Like, what are we going to be doing? And, um, that's where I, I started to look forward. I was like, man, that's kind of going to suck when we're the only ones without, without kids and like, can't find anybody to, to hang out with, or, um, maybe nobody wants to hang out with us because we always, you know, have no kids. Like, uh, we, we they don't have anything in common. Um, maybe they'll, obviously this wouldn't be bad. This wouldn't be good, but we don't want there to be any sort of like jealousy thing of like, Oh, well they don't have kids. They're always free to do whatever they want. I don't like hanging out with them because they always want to hang out so late or whatever it might be. They always want to, you know, have a couple of drinks, whatever that might be. I just saw it as like, why, why would I intentionally like forego that all my favorite people, all the people that I want to have around me, um, are having kids and doing that thing and getting married. And so, <clears throat> why would I, why would I not do that? If I want to be friends with them for such a, you know, a long time. And if I want to really build that relationship to a certain extent, I need to have common ground with them, uh, so that I need to have common ground with them so that, um, we can maintain that friendship and I can do what they're doing. That's, that was one reason. The other reason is, uh, who are you to think that it's going to be awful for just you? A lot of people have kids and a lot of people think that it really is awful. Um, but you're not some sort of special individual. And a lot of people have children. Uh, a lot of people don't mean to have children and still make the absolute best out of it. Um, why can that not be the case for you? And if there are all of these people that talk about how good having kids is or marriage or um, all those things, and, and I think we're probably the minority, so this may not be a very good point, but look at the people that you look at the people that you trust and look at the people that you want to be like, uh, are they in favor of having kids? Do they have a good marriage? You know, in my opinion, if they're not, then you need to find new role models. But all of my role models were big fans of having kids, big fans of getting married. 
And that's where I started to say, who am I to doubt these people? Like if these are my role models, if these are the people, I know these are good men. Um, if these are the guys that, that I want to, to be like, uh, who am I to say that having a marriage and kids and all of that stuff is not the best path? Who am I to say that it's just going to be awful? Who am I to say that it's not worth it? I'm really nobody um, because all of my role models say that it is. And so maybe I should just trust them. Maybe take a leap of faith and say, hey, this whole kid thing, even though it sounds like a lot of work, sounds like a lot of responsibility, uh, sounds like I'm not going to be able to buy all the nice things that I want for myself for the next 18 years or whatever. Um, I'm going to go ahead and trust you. And I'm going to say that it's worth it. And jump in head first and and follow suit uh a lot of things a lot of times to me it, it seems like an arrogance thing i'm like what do you what do you mean you don't want to have kids like what, what 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 do you think you're special like the human humans were kind of built to have children like that's um a lot of our a lot of our energy a lot of our uh bodies are just purpose built and our energy is spent towards having children who are you to like deny that? It it just it seems like a point of arrogance to to deny your nature. It seems to be in your nature to get married and have children, and I think that's backed up. I I don't I don't think I need to spend time too much time backing it up now, but I think it's a very I think it's a very sound proposition to say it's in your nature. And who are you to to deny your nature? Like that that just doesn't seem doesn't seem right you know it seems like god put you on this earth for a reason and that reason seems to have something to do with getting married and having kids because that's like what everybody else is doing now there's reasons beyond that but i think that's part of it and you know i think there's parts in the bible where he tells us to do that um i can't quote them i haven't read them but i've heard about it and so to me, it seems like, like, who are you? I know I've said this a couple of times, but who are you to like divide, defy your God-given nature? Again, it's it's set up perfectly uh, for a man and a woman to run a household and and raise a kid. What, you know, somebody's got to provide and do all of the all of the stuff outside the home. Somebody's got to manage the family and do the stuff inside the home. It can be shared responsibilities. Obviously, one can do the other, but men are like purpose built to leave the home and go provide like that. We're, you know, faster, stronger. Um, that's kind of the idea is that we leave the security. We give up our own personal security to go and, and provide. And then, uh, the woman they're they're purpose built to raise children. A lot of them are, and I will not back off of saying that like they're, they're nurturing. That's why they, and, to be fair, that's why they that's why they make good teachers. That's why they make good nurses. Um, that's why they they do really well in social services. Um, they do, and there's a lot of value in those things. Um, but they are built for this purpose. There's a lot of variance inside that. Um, same thing with the men. There's a lot of variance inside that. How do you go outside your home and 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 provide? Well, you know, maybe you're not the fittest, strongest, you know, hunter and gatherer. Maybe you can really negotiate a deal though, and you end up becoming a salesman. Or, you know, I think of like old Indian tribes of like, maybe you go and you trade with the other tribes. That's, that's your gift is you get to go and learn new languages and trade. Like th there's, there's many ways to exercise those purposes. Um, same thing, at, you know, with the women at home, 
um, maybe again, maybe they go out and do something else like a nurse and they bring in money and the guy picks up, uh, the guy picks up some more chores at, at the house. Like I, there's many ways for this to work. I'm not saying it's gotta be one way, but to me, it's very evident that it's in our nature to do these things. And when you look up and you say, I don't want to do that, you better have a really good reason for it. Um, you better have a very, very good reason for it. That's unselfish. Uh, to me that, to me, that's kind of my benchmark of why don't you want to get married and have kids? Why don't you want to do that? Um, do you have an unselfish reason for that? And again, that's not to say that everybody must get married and have children. It's not what I'm saying. There's a lot of room to do, to, to, to maneuver here. Um, a lot of room to maneuver. And if you're trying, if you're, you know, if you're open to it, let's say you just can't find a girlfriend or whatever. Um, sometimes it's tough and God has a different plan for us. You would also be foolish to doubt God's plan. Maybe you're not meant to have a wife and children, but you're meant for some other greater purpose. But, uh, the exception proves the rule. I think the exception proves the rule. And if you're going to be an exception, you better be the best exception. Like if you're going to say, man, this life isn't for me, find something to where you can exercise that purpose uh, and do it with, with all of your might. Um, give it, give it everything you've got, just like, you know, people with, with marriages and children, just like they have to do if they want that to go well is they have to wake up every day and they have to put effort towards something. You know, that was the other thing that, that kind of caught me in this movie is, is I, I don't know if they ever said this word, but their relationship to them seemed kind of effortless. Um, that I also got that that feeling as well from the movie, and of course, again, I know it's a movie, but uh, I see this replicated in life all the time. That's why I'm so willing to to uh, review movie movies like this because there is a lot of part of, there is a lot of of that movie that is just unrealistic. But the situation is not. I see it. I see it a lot. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, it was effortless. These were the people that didn't have to work on their relationship. They fit well together. And in a lot of ways, they didn't have to actually do any work for their relationship to, uh, to, to go well in that state. Um, that doesn't last forever. That doesn't last forever. And that's kind of what the movie showed is like, yeah, as long as you can avoid your family Christmases, that's fine. Then you don't have to do work. And that's why, you know, um, holidays are a big thing. And I've talked about them a couple of times of like going to family holidays um, that's why, uh, what are the, what are the five one flesh criteria for, uh, whether you should get married to this person or not? It's, it's religion, money, family, uh, health and fitness and substance abuse. Family's in there for a reason. And so really the, the whole point of the show is that their, their relationship was effortless until they had to go, uh, and, and be around their family and introduce stressors to where they're going to have to give and take a little bit. Uh, they're going to have to give to put up with the other person's family. They're going to have to, um, you know, be on their side of, of certain family conflicts. It's, it, it's interesting. And there's a lot of stress involved in that. And of course, you know, the stress is rather petty in the movie. It's funny stress that nobody really cares about. Like, oh, you used to be fat or, um, you used to have this awful haircut and you know, how come you never told me this or how come you never told me that? But it gets a lot bigger than that. I'm telling you in real family situations, uh, it's a lot bigger than that. And for a lot of time, for a lot of people, that's the first time that they, that they, they realize 
that, hey, this relationship thing is going to take work. And, you know, at the end of the movie, they, they the, the decision kind of comes where it's like, there's going to, there's going to be work. There's either going to be work or pain, uh, probably both. And I would rather have that work and pain with you. Um, I would rather decide how that work and pain with, within my control comes into my life. And if that work and pain is going to make you and I closer, then it's worth it. Uh, that was the decision that they made. And that's the decision that eventually y'all are going to have to make. Uh, if you're dating anybody, if you want to date somebody, which I'm assuming that you are because you're listening to the one flesh podcast. Uh, I don't think anybody likes me that much to just listen, even though they're, you know, uh, what, what is it like a monk or a nun where they're just never going to get married and, and still listening to me. Nobody likes me that much. So I'm assuming that, uh, y'all do want to get married eventually. Um, or maybe at least you're dating somebody. You're going to have to make that decision to say, Hey, look, this is going to be work and there's going to be pain involved. I want to do it with this person and I want that pain to bring us closer. So that's kind of the point of the episode today, guys. We're running about 30 minutes almost on the dot, uh, which is really good because I am hungry, um, getting a bit hoarse. And so uh, probably time to uh, time to cut it off. I really appreciate y'all listening in. Uh, please go follow me at the underscore purpose podcast. Remember, guys, in your relationships that it's going to be work. Uh, there will be pain. Uh, but try to find something unselfish and embrace that work and that pain and, uh, and move forward, have kids. Um, don't try to defy your nature. I think that ends up very bad for people. That's, that's the whole predicate that this, this podcast is built on is that some people have a certain nature or a purpose and there are ways to fulfill that purpose. Uh, there are different purposes, I believe. Um, I haven't got that, the hierarchy of purpose worked out, but um, before you go on defying your nature, before you blatantly look your nature in the face and say, I'm not going to do that, something like not having kids or not getting married, um, think twice about it and use that nature as your standard. If there's something getting in the way of you getting married, like your health or your fitness or your physique or uh, whatever it might be, um, make sure that you've got a, a really, really good reason to let somebody let something or somebody or yourself, uh, defy your nature. Uh, if something's getting in the way of you fulfilling your purpose and fulfilling your nature, um, take it personally and make sure that you've got a, a damn good reason for that. That's all I've got for you guys. Tune in this Sunday to the purpose podcast, uh, tune in Wednesday to the one flesh podcast. Thanks.